This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. On today's show, we're talking about universal design. I know we've done this before, but it's such a popular topic. And, you know, each week, sometimes, I mean, somebody asks something about this. We were mm-hmm. talking about it last week. With the aging population, universal design is becoming like mainstream as more people are aging in place. Is your home ready for a few modifications we'll have some tips and little fixes you can do to bring your home into universal design model and many won't uh, break the bank i mean they're kind of like smaller things that you can do around the house also we can help with any other projects as usual you may be working on you can share your comments and questions by calling 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com how are you guys doing this morning? Man, I'm great. Good, man. Yeah? Y- 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 y'all both sound a little worn out. What well, the yeah, I no, there, there, there's just not enough hours in the day. But uh, I do have a little personal uh, uh, milestone that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, 100 days with no cigarette. Oh, really? wow. Today. Really? Today, yeah. Yeah. Why are you not doing days. a clapping sound effect? Okay, yeah, we've got to wait for the clapping <laughs> yeah. sound effect. All right. So I didn't think I could do it. I, well, congratulations, man. Thank Very you. good. Thank Very you. good. Um, so what are you working on, Dale? Right now, we are in the process of storing a total remodel. I mean, um, it's a gut out. Bring it back. The house was almost condemned, and we're going to really? make it livable again. Now, I saw you were playing with a concrete saw yesterday. Yeah, the, the, the demon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that that little beast there, man. Oh man, we had to cut a slab. Um, when things go wrong, sometimes you have to fix it, and uh, that's exactly what we had to do. We had to cut a slab, and it was. Um, this is a saw, ladies and gentlemen, that cuts into solid concrete that has steel reinforcement in it. That's what this, yes. that's this thing's job. Man, it's a, it's a demon. That that uh-huh. little sixteen inch blade cuts through anything in its way. Um, concrete, steel, right. and you got to hold it. You know, you cannot <laughs> let it get away. It. Why do you not hire bigger people to deal with this? Some things you just want to grab the bull by the horn and ride it yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, you go ahead and ride that. Yeah, Jeff, how about you? What are you working on, man? Um, <laughs> same, um, same, same thing. You know, we're we're uh, we're working on the guard. Uh, I call it a guard shack. It's a, it's really a guard house mm-hmm. uh, at a subdivision in Madison. No, you wouldn't um, call that a shack, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, you're right. A shack is a little mm-hmm. offensive. Right. Right. And um, <laughs> I signed a contract yesterday with a local concrete company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, life's good. I, there, there's uh, have no complaints. Uh, there you brand go. New, brand new grandbaby about a week ago. So uh, we're, we're, we're well, good you're to just, go. I, I you're just, just sunshine and unicorns today, That's right, man. man. Okay. Yeah. Um, my wife and I worked this weekend. We wanted a way to kind of close in our carport ish. Okay. But we didn't want to completely close sure. it in. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the wife went on Pinterest yep. and found this kind of like slatted wood look, mm. you know, 
that was not like Lattice, but it's kind of in the same fashion. It's just more Ikea looking. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty cool looking. So anyway, uh, she said, let's do this. So we spent the rest of the weekend building wow. it, and it is absolutely cool. Sweet. It, it turned out gorgeous. I was, I'm amazed. And it does its job. Right. You yeah. Know? Kind of, kind of um, conceals anything in the carport, but yeah, you also know, it's 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 nice to have that too because it's not walled up, but it but right. it is walled up. Well, we're still getting the know? air and everything. Sure. It's just more of a uh, it's like a blind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like it. Anyway, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're talking about universal design today, but uh, I did want to go ahead and start off. And um, Oh, wait, wait, wait. We were talking a couple of, let's see, last week. We had replaced a doorknob around here in, in the station. Okay. And one of the things that we got was a levered doorknob yeah. instead of a round doorknob. You know wow. what I'm saying? And that's a universal design thing. That's right. Is that, you yeah, know, absolutely. It, am yeah, I just on the grip? Wh- why is that? Yeah. Well, it, it's something that um, everybody can use, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if you have a disability, if you have a problem with grip, mm-hmm. um, that's the one that you must use because you can't grip a doorknob. Right, right. So, you know, like a, the, the best example is a escalator. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time you see an escalator, you see a set of stairs. Right. We we use the escalator and don't even think about it. Some people have to use the escalator. Right. So that is the that's a real easy way to understand universal design. Okay. Is it something everyone can use? And sometimes there's people that have to use it. Right. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's that's a good way to say it. that doorknob thing, but it does it does remind me because all you have to do really is push down on it. That's right. You just put your weight on it and the door will open. Mm-hmm. So that's that's positive especially for someone if they've got arthritis sure. or, you know, something that hurts when they grab mm-hmm. the doorknob. Or so, you know, just think you had shoulder shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. That's a tough word. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it'd be nice to be able to just push down on that once right. you get a little stronger. Exactly. Yeah. So. so, and and along with that, that's kind of a small example of universal design, but there are some big ones and some great ones. And uh, yes. I, I did visit a house one time for someone who was wheelchair bound mm-hmm. and the kitchen was designed on them being wheel wheelchair bound, mm-hmm. uh, so all the cabinets were brought down smaller or to a, sh- a, a shorter level, mm-hmm. so that so that this person could get to everything. And it was amazing; they could completely work that kitchen one hundred percent. Yep. Uh, with no need to, you know, I mean, even even my wife uses a step stool to get to the top stuff right. on the shelf. You know. Well, you know, so, when when um, I I thoroughly enjoy. The universal design, building um, handicap accessible type mm-hmm. housing, and uh, I tell all of my people, um, get in a chair, uh-huh. and and picture that as 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 your life. Now, when we're building this house, picture you in this chair. Right? Is this easy for you to do? Right. So. Well, and you're right. In a top cabinet, especially in a kitchen, is is almost impossible. 
Unless you've of got course. like reaching sticks and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Anyway, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got a question from email here. And uh, this one kind of goes outside of universal design, but it includes everything. All right, you ready, folks? Mm-hmm. And this is a big question that everybody's going to ask you when you come out to do their estimate. You ready? If I want to remodel, just mostly modernize and whatever, do I need to talk to a designer or simply tell a contractor what I want? Okay. The reason – okay, now, both of them are shaking their heads right now. Now, you deep guys breath, can't shake their heads. you got to talk. But, yeah, you're both doing deep breath. So so tell me, um, if, if a person wants to do like a real – like say a kitchen remodel and they have uh, an idea in their mind and they may not be – engineers or architects um do they go to a designer to work that out in their brain do they go to their contractor to work that out in their brain what is the what what do we do guys uh, the uh, truth is if, if you can start with a designer it helps everyone it to does. have a blueprint it, or, it or sure something does. in mind of what we're doing meaning i've been doing this 18 years and uh i can count on one hand walking but they don't. into the customer's home and they know 100% without a they shadow of a doubt know. what they want. They don't know. It grows it, it, on it's, you. That's it right. Changed. So <laughs> I mean, hire, hire someone that does that for a living. The, the outcome yes. is going to be uh, less expensive. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, and, the, and the outcome is going to be something that not only you're going to be proud of, the contractor is going to be proud of. Mm-hmm. And, it saves and, time. I mean, we're, you know, we're talking $1,500 here. We're not right. talking a lot yeah. of money to get a qualified designer to come yeah. in and fit your needs. And I can say that that $1,500 is a small amount when you're talking about changes in the process once oh, you're already man. going. Right. costs you more than that. That's right. And so. they're going to advise you on all the do's and don'ts. You're going to know where to put the doors, how the windows may help flow mm-hmm. air, and just everything is better Things like how plumbing works. Yes. You know, I mean, that's something you want to know. Now, so, your contractor can do it, mm-hmm. but it's like um, both of you got stick drawings, and you're trying to... <laughs> Bluetooth ideas to each other and hoping right. that um, napkin backs they mm-hmm. understand um, this stick drawing and right. <laughs> well, and, and you know it's it's hard um, sometimes for the contractor and the homeowner to communicate in a yes. way that they both fully understand. And, yes, and we're hardwired to say yes, we can. And you Talk know, about we the looking, contractors, yeah, yeah. And we looking at stick drawings and like, yeah, I, I can build that, but seriously. You know, well, it may look different in your head than it does in theirs. So, yeah. Um, Okay, so you know what? To answer that question (laughs) universally, I will say if you have a shot to hire a designer and get them in there, it actually could save you money in the long run. And time. And time, right. If you'll get a designer before you remodel your your kitchen. And, uh, you know, uh, the Jason way to do things is go ahead and start knocking stuff down and then sure. think about what you're going <laughs> right. to do later. Of course. Yeah. It yeah. helps your budget. You're more prepared for what you're going to be up against because a contractor can look at that design and automatically uh, quote you a price on what he can do without, right. the, you know, growing the budget. And you know, I've I, I ripped my uh, kitchen out once just to get motivated to get a new kitchen. That'll do yeah, it. Tear it up first. That'll do it. <laughs> Quickly. What about uh, Java? You were you were asking something. What what was that? 
No, I was saying, um, just kind of, I guess, almost like your wife, what about just pictures from Pinterest? I know the designer may be the ideal thing because you're, you know, doing it from scratch for yourself. But right. if you see a mm-hmm. picture of what you want your kitchen to look like or, you know, a picture okay, well, of say magazines if you, help. If you take a picture, yeah, I mean, people do this all the time, like to their hairstylist. You take a picture of something <laughs> and say, do this, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. in it my helps, space. It at least gives you it a good, clear help, idea. You know. Because the stick drawings are kind of, you know. (laughs) It's better than stick drawings is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Um, And some actual measurements, too. Right. (laughs) All right, folks. (laughs) Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We are talking about universal design design today. What questions do you have about universal design? This means that you make your house easier to live with as you age in place. Um, And we've got some tips about that coming up. It's going to be really easy. As a matter of fact, uh, the design stuff on this is really easy to understand. All right. We're going to let you know. Jeff's going to let you know how this universal design thing works coming up. And uh, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Talking universal design. And, uh, you know, there are seven key principles of universal design. Is this something that they taught you uh, at the little conference that you – I said that. like That's terrible. At the yeah. conference that you went to to talk about universal design? <laughs> yes, sure. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And these seven key pr- uh, principles, these are neat. First of all, uh, equitable use is the first one. The design is useful and marketable to people with diverse abilities. So, in other words, this is something that I might want, whether it's diverse. In other words, exactly. it's still a product that's attractive to me. Right, right. exactly. I mean, we, we've got grab bars now that um, look like a towel rack. Right. But right. They, their actual um, will you know, hold a 250-pound 200, mm-hmm. grab bar. Right. So, you know, they're, they're color-coordinated now. Mm-hmm. It's not the... Your bathroom doesn't have to look like the the hospital the, bathroom. The, the hospital yeah. bathroom, right? Okay, That's nice. Good. Yes, it is. That's nice. Uh, yeah, color helps that a lot. All right, flexibility in use. And if you want to get a question in on this, eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Flexibility in use is accommodates a wide range of preferences and abilities. I think. I think that that. Uh, that flexibility in use, what we were talking about just a moment ago, um, accommodating those preferences along with the abilities. In other words, the doorknob right. you know, opens a door. That's its only, you know, but it, it's uh, how and its flexibility. Simple and intuitive. The design is easy to understand regardless of the user's experience, knowledge, or skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you apply that? Uh, to per- say one of the bathrooms. Well, right? a perfect example mm-hmm. of that would be a um, an upper cabinet, mm-hmm. and then Revis Shelf makes a device that uh, you you pull, mm-hmm. and the uh, the inside of the cabinet comes down to counter height. 
Really? Yeah, that 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 would be an example of. It's very simple. It's it's anyone can use it. Uh-huh. And now instead of remodeling your entire kitchen, you've spent two hundred and fifty dollars and you've installed a a a cabinet that will come down to counter height. That is absolutely so, insane a closet, and wonderful in your closet. Mm-hmm. Same way. You, It'll bring your clothes down to you. Yes, there's a there's a closet rod, and then again, we're not breaking the bank here. Uh, you take your current closet rod and replace it with uh, this device that uh, has a rod on it, and you pull it, and your clothes all come down to where you can reach them. Oh, so. man, that's amazing. I had no idea such a product existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Is there, is there some sort of design that you need in your home or you think you may need that you want to ask about in this uh, universal design? Uh, it also means low uh, physical effort. We'll, we'll check mm-hmm. on that here in just a second. Got a uh, email here, a question, and this is this is a really neat one. How hard is it to replace a thermostat? Mm. Can a barely there <laughs> homeowner do it? Uh, and what is the price range to get a replacement? I've seen them from five dollars to one hundred fifty dollars. What do I need to look for on the package? I really don't want a Wi-Fi connected one, and I would like it digital. Uh, the one I have is 20 years old and put in when we built. Wow. So, so uh, how hard is it to replace a thermostat? Not. It's it's a couple of screws. It's not yeah. a big deal. Um, I think you'll find that that's an easy thing for you to do. It's something that you can do. And me personally, I would wait until the evening to do it because <laughs> when you do it, you have to turn off your air conditioning. Uh, and what I mean by that is that by pulling the thermostat off, right. it turns off the air conditioning. That's right. That's right. It's yeah. all it's all low low voltage, mm-hmm. and um, you so know, you're the, not going to hurt yourself. No. That. And the you know the most complicated part is make sure that you get the color coordinated wires on the right terminal. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things I will caution about the new thermostats, if you uh, you know don't go bottom of the barrel. Okay. No. Uh, do get some functionality, and you can get digital that has some functionality that is not bottom of the barrel. And I can tell you, uh, you may want to look at some of the brands. And, you know, there still are the brands around that you remember for forever, everything from Johnson Controls to Honeywell and, you know, just all those ones that everybody used to do. But there's also new brands out there. Remember when you buy one to look on the package and see what size batteries does it take. Yes, stock up. And one of the things is, I, I, you know, I am sure our, our AC guy that comes in and helps us out has made a mint on people calling about their <laughs> air conditioners right. not working it broke. when the batteries went dead in the thermostat. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, always keep the same size batteries around, and when it's 97 degrees out near your house, this might save you someday. And, and use our old cheat sheet. Take a picture, you know, how it looks um, as it is, so you can go back with those Wires the same way. Exactly, yeah. Take a picture of the wires as they're already plugged in. Mm-hmm. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And um, we're talking today about universal design. One of those principles was, uh, um, let's see, tolerance for error. The design minimizes hazards. Accidents are unintended actions. And uh, mm-hmm. wh- what do you think that one would apply to, Jeff? What is it? What kind of product are they referring to there? 
that it's um, the design minimizes hazards. Mm-hmm. I would say that doorknob applies to that. Sure. Also, maybe the uh, bathtubs that open that you can walk in it, with it, a curbless it, bathtubs. Uh, yeah, yeah free. A, a, a walk in a walk in bathtub. Mm-hmm. A another one would be a low profile threshold at your front door. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and um, you know that eliminates your trip hazard. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I, I get say, it. Um, now I understand. Square corners, rounded off, things like that. Interesting. Um, All right, let's go to Ann in Vicksburg, and she's looking for a universal kitchen help. And uh, are you are you redoing a kitchen here? What's going on, Ann? Yes. Uh, last year I redid a bathroom, and I'm really pleased with that. With the high commode, the grab bar, uh, paper towel hold, not paper towel, but toilet paper holder, and mm-hmm. the walk-in shower, etc. And this year, I'd like to do a kitchen. My question is, um, should I gut it, which is what I really want to do, and start over? Or is it possible to especially redo lower cabinets so that they are drawers that pull out or shelves that pull out? And what I don't know is the cost yet. So comparing the two costs would be a big factor. Well, and let's start there. I'm going to let the pros handle it. But you said, I don't care if they need to rip it out and start again. Well, then you said cost afterwards. Right, right. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm going to answer that. Uh, I'm going to preference, but I, I do have to consider cost. Right. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm going to answer that with a yes and a yes. Uh, both both can be done. Um, the uh, cost factor is probably going to be double. Um, to, you mean from remodel to just revamp? To, uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it's probably going to be double. Uh, I would probably, obviously, don't know a thing about your kitchen, don't know a thing about your taste. Um, I would not go into this thing without a you know six seven thousand dollar budget. Right. Um, now, what I mean by that, if your stove does not have front knobs on it, knobs are in the back. That really needs to be changed to knobs on the front mm-hmm. um your microwave needs to be lowered to the to the base cabinets um mm. your your your, your sink needs to be a touchless faucet um if, what is that it's it's where you just you just run your hand delta makes one um i think you run your hand over it kohler makes one you run your hand under it um or vice versa but it's just you just get your hand near it in other words, you um, don't have to turn a knob, which is, right. which is a difficult thing for some folks. Th- that's today. right. That's right. And they, they you know, they, they also have uh, touchless commodes as well. You just wave your hand over the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else would you do if your refrigerator is not easily easily accessed? You may want to move that. Um, you may want to get your sink to where it's a roll under instead of having a cabinet under it. So it, it, oh, it, so that you can maybe if there's a chair, you can put the chair under. right, yeah. right. Uh, and then the other thing that I think is huge is a prep area that can be done while you're sitting versus standing. Right. Well, I'm not there yet. I understand. Oh, uh, what about pull-out drawers versus the pull-out shelves? Um. I'm a drawer guy myself. I mean, you know that's a that's a hard <laughs> one. I think the ability. To pull a drawer or pull a shelf is is probably going to be about the same. Um, the hardware that we have today makes that very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by getting 
the quality drawer guide. So mm-hmm. I think either one, Ann, would be acceptable. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ann. We appreciate it. Let's move on to Darren in Madison, who's got a comment about that thermostat uh, situation we were talking about. Darren, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Well, what were you going to say about this common wire? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, just one caution out there with the gentleman that wanted to upgrade his thermostat. A lot of the new digitals require that C wire that's common to the uh, transformer. Uh huh. And a lot of the older thermostats did not have that. Ah, I got you. Like the analog thermostats? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so he may want to just verify that he already has a C wire run. Yeah, and that can be a challenge to run a new wire all the way back. Do look, yeah, do look for that. If you look on the back of it, you know you can you can pull the thermostat from the wall without uh, without turning it off. You can look and see where those wires go. And if you have right, you those wires, you pull the whole face off because everything's wired to the back plane. Right, right, right. And so you can look at it and actually check. Uh, by the way, do what Dell said and take a picture all the time. Um, well, that's all I had to say. Just, yeah. just a little word of caution. Thank yeah. you very and much, Darren. Some of those are wired up where the um, they're not exactly – the brown is not on brown. It, it could be right, all yeah. the same color or, right. or a different color wire could be in there. Right. Well, the big thing is uh, do do look when you're buying, go ahead and uh, uh, do what Darren said. Look at the box and see if yours is compatible with your old system. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. All right, let's keep moving. Diane is in Jackson and um, – Oh, 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 she is a seniors real estate agent. Are, are you, Diane? I am. Yay, that's so cool. So so you can uh, talk to us about this universal design thing. Well, um, what I was going to say is a lot of seniors do not want to move to a retirement facility. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a phase where they choose to age in place in their current home. Mm-hmm. However, it needs modifications. When, when I find people in that situation, I often refer them to an occupational therapist who will come in and evaluate their home for trip hazards and maybe some modifications to the bathroom and kitchen that make it safer for them. So oh, wow. I just wanted, yeah, that, to, that just is wanted a- to throw that out there. That is a great point. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And uh, that is so important to bring that professional in on the front end. Um, well, to, yeah, to, to, contractors to might not know those, what to look for. That's right, to, to write those recommendations. Th- thanks for that. Wow, that's amazing. That would almost be like a writing a prescription for it, a house. It, yes, it is. <laughs> it, it sure is. It is. So, it is. The house and doctor. There's, some, there's some occupational therapists that actually specialize in the seniors' uh, needs in their home. So, anyway, you know, I just thought that would be a good resource. You know, uh, I, I just want to add this little tidbit that you probably don't know about yet, but there is a, um, a 55 and over neighborhood coming to Madison County. So, huh. just uh, that's keep, interesting. Keep your keep your eyes and ears open for that, Diane. Mm-hmm. Um, I sure will. All yeah. right. All right. Thanks. Boy, they used to do uh, singles neighborhoods in the seventies. Now well, we're into the over fifty crowd. Well, you know, and it is perfectly legal. You have to be fifty five or older to move in this subdivision. Neato. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, we're we're going to take a quick break. Um, 
Yes. We got some tips coming up, and these are going to be really cool. Um, toilets and showers. The lady on the phone said something about toilets that I'm going to talk about when we come back. It's got to do with height. Wow. Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'll be right back. The information presented on Fix It One Hundred and One is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed, and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the host and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a licensed contractor for guidance about your home improvement or related questions. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions. And Jeff Simmons is here from Houseworks. You can call us with your questions comments or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. We're talking this morning about universal design. And before we went to the break, uh, I mentioned that we were talking about the restroom and specifically the toilet. And there was something that one of the people who just called in a few moments ago mentioned as an accessibility issue with the toilet that is different in universal design than it is in other areas. And I never knew this before I went toilet shopping. They're different heights. Oh, yes. <laughs> I never knew I toilets were different it, heights. I, I call it a comfort height. Right, right. Now, explain yes. this. Why, why are there different toilet heights? What is, what's the um, – I, mean, I guess a preference thing, but – Yeah, um, you're going to pay a little bit more money for it. For what? Uh, for, the, for the taller one. Okay, so the yeah. taller is better? Much. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so you don't have to bend down quite as far. To stand up or sit down? Both. Okay. Basically sitting down. Okay. Um, so you want a taller commode with an elongated bowl. So this is, this is interesting because uh, I know that for a long time people sold gadgets that you would put on top of yes. the toilet that basically right. raised it to make it taller. Mm-hmm. Okay, there so, wasn't no taller toilets then. Okay, all right. So this is okay. That's a yeah. good thing to know. And are they uh, noticeably more expensive than the others? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, mm. that's cool. No, it's becoming a popular seller because uh, a lot of people <clears throat> you don't want to get too low and can't get back up. <clears throat> right, right, right. Okay, so let's go to uh, Sue and Beaumont, and uh, she's in a wheelchair and says she's got tips. How's it going, Sue? Well, fine, and thanks for the program today. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> I'm in a wheelchair, and, and, and I, just what you were talking about, the toilet seats being too low, mm-hmm. you cannot pull yourself up off a toilet seat. That's right. Okay. But, All right. But at Fred's and different places, you can buy elevated toilet seats. To, you fit, it fits down inside the commode, and that way it's just, you know, you can get up and down just like Right. No problem. Okay. You just stick it down in the commode. It's just an accessory with handles on each side, and so anyway, that works, works great. But I have another idea that I, when I go up to the refrigerator... I uh, I bought some. I went to Walmart and bought some clear plastic shoe boxes. I threw away the lids. I take those shoe boxes and uh, put put them in the fridge and put like your mayonnaise and mustard and pickles all in one jar uh, and, and, and hot sauce and the ketchup and all in different bins. I just roll up to the door and pull the bin out and look to see what's in there. I don't pull it all the way. I just pull that where I can right. in there. That way you're not trying to always plunge into the back of the refrigerator to find out what's in there. You right, know? yeah. Like you've got the condiment bin. Yeah, well, yeah. Every, everything in the refrigerator almost. I have these bins on every shelf. I just pull them out and look. And so a lot of people have just commented on it. It's such a good idea because 
even people who aren't in wheelchairs can go and pull out that bin and see what's in there and just shove it back in without having to rummage in the back of the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. That's DIY universal design right there, there Sue. That's yes. right. exactly what that was. Very fix-it 101. Thank you, Sue. All right, bye-bye. Appreciate it. Let's go to Adele in Starkville. She's got a comment about lighting. Are you with us, Adele? I am. I just wanted to make a comment about increasing lighting because as we age, we frequently need help with that. Yes, ma'am. And uh, the lighting, it's helpful if you can get the light closer to the thing that you're actually doing. So the under uh, cabinet lighting is mm-hmm. very helpful for doing mm-hmm. things in the kitchen. Yes, as and it looks great. Lamp That's that right. You can That's right. Pull out and get the light closer to what you're working on. Uh-huh. And then also contrast is a big issue so that you can, you know, people that have um, these speckly cabinets cap- or countertops that have a lot of patterns on them, yes. uh-huh. sometimes it's very difficult to find things once you put them down on them. You, 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 wow. know, you know, it sounds, that sounds uh, um, a little strange, but you are, you are absolutely correct. 100% correct. Uh, and, well, uh, I can tell you this. We have to... The particular type of granite we've got on top of our mm-hmm. countertop is sort of brownish, and you can't tell when it's dirty. Yeah, you got to work on it. I mean, you gotta- <laughs> and you know, uh, LED has really changed changed some lives, especially under you know, under the counter stuff. And you know what, Adele, if you add um, some some smart home ideas which then become universal home ideas, mm-hmm. meaning if you've got smart lighting, things like that, that are connected to, to a smart home device like an Alexa or a Google Home, you can just say, turn on the lights sure. instead of looking for a light switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, there's some benefit there. You know, yes. they, we've, we, we, have a, we have a, speaking of lights, mm-hmm. uh, we have a doorbell now that um, if you have a hearing disability, a light will flash on your doorbell. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Adele. That's a that's a fantastic suggestion. Okay, you got an email here, and uh, oh wow, you ready, guys? Oh yes. All right. I have a GE garbage disposal that's quit spinning. Mm. The electrics work. I can still hear it hum when I flip the switch, but the blades seem locked. I'm aware that most disposals have that little crank in the bottom that can uh, get the blades moving. Uh, however, my model doesn't have that. Instead, the owner's manual says use a stick from the top and try to push the blades. I've done that. I, I have, too, and that's got to be the <laughs> most dangerous thing sure, you can absolutely. come up with in your life. Stick something <laughs> no, in the disposal. The, the broom handle. <laughs> oh, wow. Remember? Okay, yeah. I've done this once before with success, so it works when he does stick it in there and make it move. But now they, they won't budge. Mm, this um, is time for a new one. Well, yeah, and the, the only bush is going out. Ah, look at you. Look at you. Okay, so time for a new one. So there's no way he could, like, spray anything in there to lube everything up and try to get it spinning again. You know, again. the electric motor you know, has those um, bushings that they push to make it go, spin around, and yeah, once they uh, get worn down, mm-hmm. you, you lose all your torque. Well, and, and two, something that we all have to remember, everything has, has a shelf life. <laughs> right, yeah. It really does. <laughs> it's time. Yeah, it's just a disposal, and you're going to need another one probably. He's going to so. lose a finger. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> don't mess with this until you hurt yourself. Just go buy new. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Timothy's on the line in Louisiana, and is this our uh, off-the-grid, Timothy? Yes, how you boys doing? Hey. Sounds great. <laughs> how you doing, man? I, you know, I, I'm an old guy, you know. 
really. <laughs> and one of the things I've learned is headlights. You know, the the lamp that will clamp on your head? Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, man. In the shop, you know, when you're working in a shop you, uh, or even, you know, no matter what you're doing, you're working under a sink. Good oh, Lord, yes. there's a place you, you know, you can't hold the dang light and, and right. do the wrenching, too. Yes. So if you got a headlight, you know, you can point it to where you're working all the time. Timothy, and you're you're absolutely right. I've got one of these lights that I use when I'm doing detail work. But but it's it's funny because I, I think maybe these things I think maybe started in camping or something. Yeah, I you they, know I I use it uh, for hunting. Yeah, you know I, I have one in my hunting bag. But uh, it's amazing how uh, how much you can use this and how much it helps. You know, Timothy, I gotta and I keep one in my car. Well, you know, the way I used one the other day, I was trying to move a ceiling fan from one place to another. Well, the first thing you do is you got to turn off the light. Sure. Uh, right. Well, then you don't have any light. <laughs> so that's how I used it. I, did, I used a, a headlamp and just did it like that. And LED completely changed that. Oh, yes. That's right. You know, Timothy, I'm glad you called in today because I actually thought about you this morning on the way to the studio. I saw a, and I'm sure you've seen them, a motor to a, a windmill. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's the size of an eighteen wheeler. Yeah, we, we we build them somewhere in Mississippi. Really? Yeah, and it was going through town this morning. Timothy heading out yep. west somewhere. That yep. is unbelievable. And, and the blades are so long they oh, carry them by truck. They, they, they got special rail cars for them. Yep, that's amazing. You got you got you got one but one boy, one I'm blade per you, per truck. I'm here to tell you, you can build it at home just to power your home. Okay. Uh-huh. It just takes getting off your butt and doing it. That's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, hey, you've been a great motivator, I'm telling you. Yeah, we appreciate uh, it. I, I, gotta, I think I about you quite you often. I, I'm old, and i got very limited income. I do not have an electric bill or a water yeah. bill. You know? No electric or water bill. That's amazing, That's Tim. That's right. All right, appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, We're going to move it along. And uh, Frank is on the line in Jackson. He's got some ideas. Uh, and now, Frank, are these universal design ideas? Oh, yeah, yeah. This, I, I'm very universal. Okay. <laughs> I got right, go three things. I got a cool idea, a caution, and a question. All right, go for it. Cool idea. These soft automatic lowering toilet seats. Yes, sir. My wife had one installed by Buford Plumbing. I said, oh, we don't need that. That is the coolest thing in the world. Really? It is, isn't it? What, what, all right. Now, you have to explain. What is he talking about? Well, the... I mean, the, I've seen the soft the lid, toilet seat. Yeah, the lid just goes down. You don't slam it anymore. You don't have to bend over. You just touch it, and it... it I, Frank, I, 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 I have one, too, so... Okay, now, a caution. No matter what your wife says, and I failed at this one, do not get hard stone countertops, and do not get hard stone floors. I have broken personally, and luckily she broke one too, of her, fa- of her favorite nice, very nice glasses. Yeah. The hard surfaces are totally unforgiving. <laughs> you tip it over and the stuff just breaks. Yeah, you know what? I got to give it to you there. There's no give to granite. No. You know? <laughs> or slate. There's no, there's My no give. The question is Has anybody have any experience with these, I call them toilet seat stirrups? where you attach it, uh, it goes on either side of your toilet, and you step up on it, and it supposedly gives you a, a better, yes. I guess, ergonomically yes. posture 
uh, to eliminate uh, yes. your elimination. Right. Does anybody have any <laughs> experience with that? If you guys don't, if someone does, please call in because I'm only thinking about getting that. I I know exactly the thing you're talking about. You can pick them up at uh, at, at at a lot of the. Uh, like older drugstores and things like that, where they where they do like compounding and things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it attaches um, to your toilet. It's got it basically. It's got handles and everything else. It's for someone who can push themselves up, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's it's an accessibility uh, thing. Uh, Frank, I've seen them. I've I've never used them. I, you know, maybe somebody can call in and tell us what that's about. Number to call, by the way, is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And um, you know, coming up in a minute, we're going to talk about curbless showers and what a trench drain is. I, you guys are really losing me here. So you can help me out. Curbless showers. All right. 877-MPB-RING, that's 877-672-7464, or fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, before we went to the break, I mentioned that we were going to talk about curbless Showers. What what is a curbless shower? Uh, curbless shower is just what it says. There is no curb. Um, you mean there's like how do you keep the water in? Well, see that that's um, that's a good point. Okay. Um, we slope the floor just a little bit more on a curbless than we would a curb. Uh-huh. The the idea of a curbless is that you can take a wheelchair, a walker, whatever, and go right in that shower ah. easily. Okay, um, and then where that curb would be uh-huh. is where we would put our, we can put our trench drain there, uh-huh. or we can use just the typical round or square drain mm-hmm. and just slope our floor a little more. Okay, but I, I every new house I build, I put a curbless shower in it. Okay, great, that's wonderful. Ah, so, uh, well, we've got a pro on the line now from Germantown, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Nina's on the line, and she is a physical therapist. Nina. Uh, so have you been hearing us bumble around this topic all hour? I have, and the <laughs> shower was one of the things I was going to suggest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Free house needs one. It Is does, that something that you see a lot of, Nina? No, I don't see a lot of it. I see a lot of people having to try to either step over a walk-in shower that has like a six-inch lip uh-huh. or a regular tub, and those are very difficult for folks. Right, right. Regular tub, how high, like a standard tub that you buy, how high off the ground is that uh, to step 20, over? 26 inches maybe. Oh, man, that, bummer. It's over two feet. In, yeah. in that neighborhood. Um, a, a, a walk-in tub is great. The downside to that tub is um, you've got to set in it while it's filling up. Right, right. So, 
Okay. And you often have a lip to step over. That's right. You're it. exactly right, Nina. All right. So, so yeah, yeah. the the curbless, curbless uh, showers, that's the way to go, huh? It, it, yeah. I think it is. And I have a couple of other suggestions. Yeah, Especially go. for the contractors. Mm-hmm. Every door needs to be a minimum of 32 inches mm-hmm. wide, especially the bathroom doors. Good point. You go into older homes and 24 every inch wide. Door is yes, it's the tiniest door in the in the house. Mm-hmm. So you can't get a walker through it. You can't get a wheelchair through it. It's inaccessible. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah, not something I've thought yeah. of. I guess yeah, you're right. And the walls, I mean, not the walls. The halls need to be wide enough to make a turn with a wheelchair. Yep. Ooh. Again, you not know, something it, I it, thought of. You know that that takes uh, about five feet, and and. Uh, you know, you're giving up some stuff there, but I, I agree with I agree with your concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So there you go. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Nina. I appreciate it. Um, uh, and and keep listening in Germantown, okay? Here we go. Uh, let's see. Bert is on the line in Oxford, and you want to talk about those giant windmills? Uh, yeah. Just a quick comment on that. I travel up and down 55 a lot, and. For years, I kept seeing those ginormous yes. things look like a piece of the space shuttle. That's right. right. And, and finally, I'm like, that is just, I've got to figure out what that is. I've got to figure out. What oh, did Jeff is. just tell you what that was? Well, no, I oh. called. You know, they had the little escort trucks. I mean, yep. oh. wide load trucks. Uh-huh. So I just called, and, and some old feller said, uh, yellow. <laughs> I said, yes, are you escorting that monstrosity through Jackson? Uh-huh. They said, "Yes, sir," and I just said, "What, what is what is that?" <laughs> and he mentioned the uh, windmill thing. I thought they were made uh, around New Orleans. I, New Orleans? Bert, I, I want to say somewhere down around the Stennis Space Center, but I, I, I could be wrong. But I, I'm I want to bet Mississippi. Who, who um, knows? That's crazy. Now, Bert, thing have you seen the blades to that motor? I have never seen the blade. Man. I did learn that about getting shipped on the rail cars. Yeah. I can't fathom All right, see, this is this is two guys whole, talking about their Lincoln logs here. This is the whole thing put together. I it is unbelievable. Fathom. Go out west and you'll see it. Oh, All right. <laughs> Appreciate it, Bert. That's amazing. Well, talking about universal design today and uh, coming towards the end of the show, some of the stuff that we've not uh, talked about yet, size and space, and this is this is a lot to do with what Nina had said earlier. Size and space for approach and use of mm-hmm. a thing, regardless of the user's stature and mobility. That's that's uh, like we were talking about with the curbless showers and trench drains. Mm-hmm. That's that's an app anyone could use it. Yeah, and you know another thing to think about when you think about space, um, you need uh, it takes five feet to turn a wheelchair. So, wow! So think about yeah. that five foot circle. Put your arms. Straight out, spin around. That's roughly right. between five and six feet. Because you don't want to go down the hallway and then can't turn around. You got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you right. Know, you're stuck or have in to the go hall. into a room. To you can't turn get around. out. Can't right. get out. Well, and uh, another thing, uh, a multi-level peephole. Yep. And I was like, what? That's so easy. I never thought of it, but it's sure. genius. You it know, is. to have a multi-level peephole. Um, and I, I don't take that away. Also, for just in case a kid needs to look, mm-hmm. you know. Why not? Uh, may as well. And if you're not doing the peepholes, then just do the camera. Yes. You know? that's, that's just the do the camera. It's easy to do these days and fairly cheap. Um, light switches with large flat panels that you can just kind of slap. 
mm-hmm. rather than you know rather than really have to grab it. Just rub your hand on the right. wall. But I do suggest also for universal design hooking up the smart devices. If you can yes. yell into the air, turn the kitchen light on. That's that's as accessible as anything you can you know choose. So anyway, and if you have any ideas about universal design or any questions, you can always send us an email at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You know how we love to uh, mention those emails. Real quick before we go. Real quick before we go, we did get another call in, and I don't know how we can get away from this person, but mm-hmm. Timmy McClendon weaves his oh, way no. into every yeah, show. Of course. Uh, somebody wanted to know about uh, fixing the ice maker. And, yeah. you know, he's our resident guy. So uh-huh. that, that if you're still listening, Timmy McClendon, and you can go to the podcast, and he may have answered your question already on a past show. That's right. I suggest fixing it with a shotgun. <laughs> done with my ice maker. All right, here we go, folks. That's it. Fix It 101 is a, product, is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman, and our call screener was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Wednesday's 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 next week, only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.